This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis. <laughs> Sorry about that. In the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Holly Roberts sliding over. And then sliding over into Holly's position, Ellie. She's so famous, she goes by one name, Ellie. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us uh, this week, Ellie. Oh, of course. You guys are always a joy. Well, you are too. Uh, this is her last day with us. And, oh, I'm sorry. Let me get rid of that one too. Uh, this is Ellie's last day with us. Uh, tomorrow and Thursday, uh, Miss Shannon will be joining us mm-hmm. uh, for two uh, in the week. Hey, coming up in just a little bit, Holly, uh, Holly D. Roberts has uh, the Wednesday edition of Am I the Ass Hat? Always a good conversation there. Uh, and then Ellie has the Dirt Alert. And then at 8.30, uh, my big fat movie review of Barbie. Barbie. It's Barbie's world and we're just living in it. And mm-hmm. that has more meanings than you think. And I'll explain a little bit later. Uh, but right now, uh, we love these. You love these. America loves these. Uh, George Washington loved these. And I'm talking about the Reddit thread, Am I the A-Hole? Uh, where we take this segment right from, it's time for Am I the Asshat Wednesday edition. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the Asshat? Take it away, Holly. Yeah, fun fact, George Washington did one of these Am I the Asshat when he asked (laughs) if he was that when he crossed the Delaware. I wonder what, what kind of responses he got. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin was a little sassy on that. Little but sassy, I digress. Yeah. So these are actually pulled straight from the headlines. Reddit's very popular. Am I the bleep? Reddit, su- uh, subreddit, oh. excuse me. So just we're just ripping them straight from the headlines like That's law right. order. Yep. Here we go. Am I the asshat for hiding food from my boyfriend? <laughs> Can I stop you real quick? <laughs> yeah. My husband, God bless him. Uh, tries to help me out when he knows like uh, the last two days with movie screenings and this day the day has been very busy so he he yeah he and he's had like a couple he had like an hour where he wasn't he was looking for an asshat for me and he picked this one too yeah (laughs) Yeah, because it's so good yes oh am i the asshat for hiding food from my boyfriend so here we go so my 43 female and my boyfriend, a 44-year-old male, have been together for years. We live together, don't have kids. We're happy. We have good communication. But there's one issue that is driving me nuts. 
We use a joint account to buy food for us, usually shopping together a few times a month, and then one of us picking up things here and there. I cook dinner. We don't eat a ton of junk, but occasionally I buy things we both love for a weekend or just to indulge here and there. The issue is I go to bed on the early side, and he stays up late and goes full ham on any junk food we have around any given night of the week. I'm talking an entire family size bag of chips. The entire container of queso <laughs> gone in one sitting. And I was saving that for Friday margaritas. I went to make us root beer floats with a quart of ice cream and two liters of soda. And they were gone from shopping two days prior. He doesn't ever replace things. He just gives me a sheepish smile when I ask for where the rest of something is, knowing that he ate it all. So, last night, after cleaning up the kitchen from dinner, (laughs) I put all the candy and chips and anything shelf-stable in a different place where he wouldn't find them. He went ballistic after I went to bed with all the good food was gone, even though she had made dinner earlier. I told him, welcome to my world, as it's constantly happening where I go and have anything that's been purchased. It's gone. <laughs> he said I was treating him like a child. And I said he was acting like one. I don't care he indul- that he indulges, but to literally finish off every bite of something that's been bought for both of us to enjoy is getting really old. And she said it's not, you know, a look thing, a money thing. She said, I just want him to leave maybe one portion for me, or maybe we can enjoy together. So... Until he can show some willpower, I told him I won't be keeping any junk food around for him to gorge on unless something he's purchased from his own account. Now, she kind of thinks this is funny, which she thinks she might be an asshat. But is she? Is this person the asshat for hiding food from her boyfriend? 651-641-1071. The, uh, am I the asshat hotline open for your opinions? Ellie is standing by. Now, Jason, I hear you giggling this entire time. I feel like you have a strong opinion. Is this person the asshat? Absolutely not. No. (laughs) You protect your Kit Kats at all costs. You protect your chocolate-covered almonds at all costs. You You protect your Cool Ranch Doritos at all costs. All costs. Every... It's every man for themselves. It's every man for himself. Seriously. Um, I think Colin picked this because we both have food issues and we joke that it's not joke, but it is a thing. That's where I tell the famous story where he calls. um, He doesn't like to be judged by me or anyone when he eats like late night. Yeah. So you've heard me tell the story of he'll wait till I go to bed and he'll have like a second portion or he'll have a sandwich late at night and he goes in the bathroom. And this was at our old place. He used to have to go in the bathroom because we lived in a loft. So it was really hard to hide. Yeah. You would be able to hear everything. Yes. So he used to close the giant sliding loft door in the bathroom and eat what we now refer to as secret potty sandwiches. Secret potty sandwiches. Secret potty sandwiches. (laughs) So that was his, that was the line. That was what we called eating away from your partner. So you're not judged in any way, shape or form. So when he read this, I died laughing because we, (laughs) we don't look, we don't really have this problem because I saw, we solve it. He has his snacks and I have mine. 
Right. And the, the lines, just like the Ghostbusters uh, uh, lasers, do not cross. You do not cross the lines. Or um, you ask. Or you If you yes. want to cross the line, then you have to ask for permission. Yes. Like when we get Chipotle or whatever, when there's nacho, when there are tortilla chips, which are my kryptonite. They, they, krypton, that is my kryptonite for trying to stay healthy. Nothing is better to me than chips and guac or chips and salsa. I will let Colin, there's not a let. That's not, Colin will go first. I do not eat the chips while I'm eating my burrito or burrito bowl. I let Colin graze until he's done. And then I go in. And whatever's left over. Whatever is left, I give him right of first refusal. (laughs) (laughs) I say, hey, that's a good way to regulate because let Colin eat whatever he wants. I mean, not let, you know, like you said. Absolutely. There's Colin can indulge in the portion that he sees fit for himself. And then whatever's left over, if there's anything left over, then you could have some. Go forth, homo, and eat, and then <laughs> I will come in. <laughs> yeah, this person is totally not the asshat, but I have been in the boyfriend situation. I was actually shamed earlier this week, so we stopped. By the at, husband? Yeah, we stopped at a gas station, and I had to get some, you know, I do gas station things, and my husband comes back from, and he has an almond joy. And Which then is joyful. He, yeah, a candy bar. And then he brings it in. He, he eats half of it at home. And then he shows me the wrapper and he's like, I'm going to put this in the freezer. And this better not be gone. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the week. Because I have been known to get a little Butterfingers. But look, I justify it, you guys. He forgets that it's in there. And I'm like, you're going to forget that the Almond Joy is in there. It's going to be two weeks, and then I'm gonna, all bets are off. It's going in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a timeout. Like, yes, Ellie. If yes. There's a, there's a point at which it hasn't been eaten. It's fair game. Yep. <laughs> Ellie could not agree with you more. If it's a couple of days, girl, that is open. That is that's open grazing. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Yeah. Who should we go to first? Well, we got Jonathan first. Well, I guess we should. <laughs> Jonathan, welcome to the show. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. Holly. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Yeah. Ellie. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Good morning to the women at the casino. Good morning to the people at the park. Okay. What? How do you feel about this, buddy? Sharing is caring. People learn <laughs> to share your food. And this is why I stay single, because I seriously, my food is my passion. My passion is my food. And if you take anything off my plate, you're going to get a fork in your finger. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't do this. And I love you guys. And I, I love you. That. And uh, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. just a little quick note here, Jason, for your your people who listen to your show. If you are a fan of Beyonce. Oh, Lord. Okay. A public service announcement. No, no, no. The tickets went down to $225 to $100 to $55, depending upon where you sit. Go get your tickets to Beyonce tomorrow night. Let's sell this concert out. And by the way... If you eat my popcorn when I'm sitting next to you, I'm going to bit slap you. Okay, okay. Thank okay, you, thank Jonathan. You. Yeah, the uh, more you know. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, let's go to, who should we go to next, Ellie? Let's go to Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi, How do you feel about this? Hi, good morning, guys. Absolutely, she is not an asshat. 
At our house, the college daughter, myself, has the black Sharpie marker that we have to put our name on all leftovers. We have to hide anything that we want in canisters that the boys will not have any idea where to look. So what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. (laughs) I love it. Let's give Brandy the last word here. Hi, Brandy. Welcome to the show. You get the last word. Hi. Um, I would say that she is not the asshat. I live this firsthand. My husband eats all the snacks and he leaves all the empty boxes. Oh. Um, and also, so now what I've done is I just leave all the stuff there, but I take out a few of each snack and put them in various places still in the pantry. So it's not like they're really hidden, but they are hidden. So then when I want them later or when our four-year-old wants something, I can grab it and not say, oh, daddy ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Brandy, I love you. Thank you, Brandy. Yes, and the folks who cash out the snacks, I want to give this word of advice to you. Be a completionist. If you're going to cash out the snacks and you're going to eat all of them, eat all of it and throw away the bag. Don't leave me three measly chips at the bottom of the bag and be like, well, I still left you some. No. 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 Yeah. Go ahead and no. finish it. Yes. That's okay. But in our house, we do have a rule. If you kill it, you fill it. I like that. Mm-hmm. If you kill it, you fill it. Yeah. We're going to kill this segment now and birth a commercial. Here we go. Oh, it's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Hey, everybody. If you have been waiting for a good time to go to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic because you want to save some money, this is it. Maybe you've heard my ads over the years and you thought, yeah, I really would like some fillers, maybe some Botox, uh, maybe a hydrofacial because you're getting ready maybe for a reunion or something. But I get it. It can be expensive and you want to save some money. This is the time. And I don't know how long this special is going to last. Go right now, if you've never been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, and call them. And if you mention me, you're going to get two things. A free consultation. They'll set you up on what you what you should do. And number two, and it's no pressure. They don't do that. It's not like buying a, you know, a car. Uh, and then you're going to get a discount off your first full-price service. Like a hydrofacial, like I said, Botox fillers. So if you've waited for a good time, for a good deal, this is it. But appointments are booking up. So call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic today and mention me. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hollywood, as long as Hollywood is open, it is time for the Dirt Alert. And Ellie has it today. Hello, Ellie. Hello. Well, let's talk celebrity divorces, shall we? Oh, we shall. Mm. It's been a good week for that. 
Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with uh, Ariana Grande, who has officially divorced from uh, Dalton, not officially divorced, but officially separated from estranged spouse Dalton Gomez. And you, I'm sure you guys remember earlier in the week all the speculation regarding her uh, ring ringless status at Wimbledon, which was the second time she was seen without her wedding band in public. Uh, and since the news has been made official, just uh, this was last night, early this morning, Ariana Grande has taken to her social media page to fully expunge her ex. We're talking wedding photos, anniversary photos, everything but one vague mention from when they were first dating, as fans have pointed out, has oh. is gone. Really? Yeah. Well, Ariana Grande was making it very clear at Wimbledon over the weekend that she was not wearing her wedding ring. She had her left hand strategically on top of her right hand, and she was showing the paparazzi, look, I'm not wearing a ring. (laughs) She was doing like the princess (laughs) me. She was doing a princess hand. She was making it so very deliberate. She was doing that old school 2005 paparazzi thing where she was non-verbally communicating that she had split from her husband. Oh. Do you think she was like reveling in the speculation? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. She's like, hey, I'm single. Mm-hmm. Check my Facebook. I've checked. I've changed my status. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, deleting the wedding photos, that to me was oh. like, that's a big celebrity move to delete your wedding photos from your Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That is scorched earth, though, because sometimes celebrities leave their photos up from their old weddings or what have you. But uh, that is the new I'm holding a book to tell you how I feel while I'm walking into Kitson in West Hollywood. Meaning that's a throwback, you know, celebrities communicating like, woof, something happened to between the Selena, or gosh, I keep on touring up. Dalton Gomez and Ariana Grande. It's the Gomez throwing. It in is there. the Gomez. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's, it seems like she's very much, uh, spiteful and that very much fits with how much he's been seen clubbing in Europe and being around other pretty young things. Yep. He's like, hey girl, I'm single. Uh, (laughs) Ready to mangle. You do Uh you, Grande. Move on with your life. He didn't seem that interesting anyway. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, another point in the divorce spectrum, Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello. I'm pretty sure that's right. Does anyone know like, the I think official so. pronunciation? I think, I think you it's did. Manganiello. I, I always trip over his name, but I think that's right. Manganiello. Yeah. Um, have separated. They're separate. They're divorcing after seven years of marriage. Well, and the new, this news comes, Ellie. Last week, Alexis was yelling at people to leave Joe Manganiello alone after he left a very tepid birthday greeting to Sofia Vergara yeah. on his social media. We were all like, leave him alone. But now, well, hmm. yeah, yeah, I didn't know you mentioned that, but yeah, I, I had posted that in there. It's uh, it was cold. <laughs> it was. And, and we didn't think, and I know Holly, you're with me. I, I just didn't think anything of it. No, because it's, it's, it's just a po- you know a social media post. I I, I don't know. It wasn't didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. No, it didn't seem that dramatic. Where it's like, okay, well, you guys have been together for a while. 
No big deal. You don't have to have these big outbursts of public displays of affection on social media for a birthday. It's fine. Yeah. The fact that you did it, I'm like, hey, that's above and beyond, Joe. Yep. Well, it is interesting if you like look at what the, the followers were saying regarding that, which is like it's one blurry photo. And it was like, Feliz cumpleaños, Sofia. And it was like, com- they said comparatively, like, let's look back at your old posts, which were not only like more pictures, more gushy, more all of this, but also the amount of times you have called your wife Sophia on Instagram in the past is like, it's usually like my love or like my light, my love, like stuff like that. So they were, they were very keyed into, I think that point in particular. Oh yeah. Well, it yeah. turns out they were right because <laughs> yep. they are getting divorced and she is now celebrating her birthday uh, in Italy with friends with no ring. So Yeah, and a thong bikini. And she's wearing a thong swimsuit. Her Modern Family co-star Julie Bowen celebrating. But to the point of those commentators, I'm like, oh, you spring children haven't been in a long-term relationship. Uh, no. <laughs> I uh, forgot your birthday. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I can't remember. I I think I posted this year for Kyle, but you know we. <laughs> it's a yeah. Come oh, on. sweet children. We're, my review of Barbie when we return. Rebath.com on there right now. It's effortless bathroom remodeling from start to stunning. Just scroll down a little bit there, and it says free design consultation. Pop in your name and a way to contact you. You submit that, and someone from Rebath will give you a call. A designer will be sent to your home. They'll bring hundreds of options to at least show you. They want to show you what they can do. This part is free. They're going to come up with a free custom design and just uh, look at your space, your budget, and decide what would be the best solution for you. This is, uh, they're not covering up anything. This is a custom, they're taking stuff out, putting brand new in. And of course, they have some really wonderful quality materials, including their exclusive Durabath brand and other top manufacturers. Of course, they'll show you all of that. Now, if you decide to go with them, they'll get the job done in five days or less. Yeah, professional installation. A team of two will come in, do the removal installation, and they'll do it in five days or less. So, Contact Rebath, Rebath.com. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Holly and Ellie. Alexis is off this week. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Today and tomorrow, we have back-to-back big fat movie reviews for two big fat movies for the summer. And we're going to begin with Barbie. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. That's right. I saw Barbie on Monday night. Had an embargo for the reviews until last night at six. And uh, when I got out of Oppenheimer last night, the floodgates were open. Everyone was posting their uh, reviews. Variety. For Barbie. Yeah, for Barbie. I was like, oh, okay. The embargo's over. Everyone's saying it. Whee! Uh, Let me uh, just cut to the chase. For Barbie, I loved it. Yo! Yay! Yay! I loved it. It is an A-. minus. It's probably just an A. Um, But I'm going to... My second lead. So there's, there's the lead. Here's the... Here's the second lead. Oh boy. 
I'm really going to be curious of what general movie audiences think of this movie. And here's why I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a reason I'm I'm going right from just telling you if I liked it to wondering how you're going to like it because this is um, this is not a kitty Barbie movie. Because I said this to Colin when we walked out of the theater, my husband Colin, I said, you know, when 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 Warner Brothers got with Mattel and said, hey, we want to do a Barbie movie. You you think to yourself, well, how are you going to do that? You know, what 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 would be a Barbie movie? Right. There's so many angles that you could take. Yeah. Who is Barbie? What's she all about? She's so many different things to so many different people. Is it going to be a family movie? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be just set in Barbie land? And it's it's a fun little adventure with Barbie and Ken and Skipper and Midge. Oh. Um, is it going to be live action and animation? Is it going to be what's the plot going to be? Who's going to be in it? Is it going to be a comedy is it going to be ironic? Is it going to wink at the audience like the Brady Bunch did? Oh, you know, the Brady yeah. Bunch movie. Is mm-hmm. it going to make fun of its source material in the best way possible? Yeah. Is it going to get meta? This is meta. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that Greta Gerwig, the writer and director, hit the nail on the head. Oh, This is how you do a Barbie movie in 2023. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that, Jason. So when you say that Greta Gerwig nailed it on the head for making a meta Barbie movie, what did she do? What were some standout (laughs) moments that made this so enjoyable? Here's what I will tell you. Uh Because like a lot of movies, but I really think... 13% 13% more in this movie. I re- I was thinking about this of what I wanted to say but more importantly I was re- I'm really thinking of what I don't want to say because the joy of what Greta did is the surprise of how she pulled this off and the surprise of oh they went there. Oh, that's how they are introducing concept X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, they've integrated this aspect of Barbie culture. Oh, look at that guest star. Ooh, so there's some surprise cameos in oh. in Barbie. Oh, who's singing that song that's hilariously narrating what's happening? Yes. Well, it we, is, oh, well, we got a little is, tease of that music with Ryan Gosling's Ken song. Okay. Where he's like, I'm Ken and I do stuff. (laughs) You have teed me up perfectly. (laughs) You have teed me up perfectly to say Ryan Gosling is Ken is a damn national treasure. Oh, (laughs) it all those knuckleheads that were age shaming him going, oh, Ryan Gosling. I mean, he was hot in like 06, 07, but he's too old to play Ken, you're a boob. You, you, you just a, a boob. 
Uh, Ryan gives such a fantastic comedic performance. And I would love to tell you specifically why. But Ken's plot line, <laughs> Ken's plot line <laughs> is one of the little Debbie snack cakes of joy in this box <laughs> that Greta has created. Love it. Well, we got a little hint of that in that song. <laughs> that we played last week or the week before here on the show where Ken, played by Ryan Gosling, is singing and lamenting his life. He's lamenting oh. being second fiddle to Barbie. He does stuff. He's like the Fredo of Barbie land. That's what I'm assuming. Fredo from um, The Godfather, where Fredo's like, I'm smart. I can do stuff. <laughs> here's, here's what I will say. Ken's world, <laughs> Ken's worldview is rocked. Oh. <laughs> and thinking about it, Ken's worldview is rocked. What Ken thinks reality is, <laughs> it's not reality. Oh, bless his heart. And it, I actually like Ken's through line, Ken's plot. Ken's journey, another word I hate, almost more than Barbie's, uh, but it is the delectable, uh, uh, how can I say it, smattering of, of, of surprises that Greta has sprinkled through this entire movie. My one criticism, I have a criticism and a public service announcement. My one criticism is, and I was speaking to somebody else at Oppenheimer last night about this. Uh, there's about a midway point, and this isn't giving anything away. There's a midway point with Will Ferrell that takes place in an office that gets a little goofy. And I went like this. Oh, God, is it getting off track? Oh, gosh, because the first 45 minutes are so perfect. That there's a mid-sequence where, oh, oop, oop, the car starts to wobble and you're like, okay, this is a little stupid. Mm, does the Will Ferrell type of humor not intersect well with the, the movie's no, tone? it does, but I fear that it was going off too much into that direction. Yes. Thankfully, Greta takes the wheel back. Great. So if you feel like I do and you're watching it and you'll know what I mean, do not fret. Do not fret. It does get back on track. Uh, just just minus out that 12 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. It gets it gets back to being smart again and ironic and wink, wink. Greta just spins the Greta Gerwig. The director spins the entire movie winking at you. And it's you got to go back and watch all the winks. You got to see this a couple times, because if you're a little girl, if you grew up as a little girl or a little boy playing Barbie you're going to see outfits. You're going to see accessories. You're going to see pieces of Barbie culture all throughout this movie. And Gre this is Greta's toy box. And she has used every Barbie accessory in the most creative way possible. And it's also a commentary on, on, uh, on culture in the sweetest way possible. There is a wonderful 
There is wonderful heart at the at the center of this movie that will get anyone that has played with a toy, whether it's Barbie or Transformers or uh, Lincoln Logs. It's very Toy Story esque. There's a there's that layer mm. of this movie too. This movie has multiple planes, and ninety eight percent of them fly high. They work beautifully. Um, I really, I'm, I'm dancing around a lot of stuff. I'm not getting into specifics for, because I want you to love, I want you to experience this movie. Ooh, well, one final question for you, Jason, yeah, about Barbie, the movie, there was buzz. There has been buzz from some of the reviews that say this movie come Oscar time could be getting lots of nominations. Do you think that that could be the case? Absolutely. Ryan Gosling should absolutely get a nomination. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I'm so excited Here, to see this. Here's my public service announcement to wrap this up. I'll repeat, I'll end how I began. This is not a kid's movie. <laughs> a lot of the adult humor will fly over them and they'll like the bright colors and the set design. But this is not a kiddie Barbie movie. This is a smart Barbie movie. So what you're saying, it's a hard PG-13. Yes. <laughs> Noted. There we go. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with Random Fact. <laughs> well, Midge is a big uh, laugh in the Barbie movie. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm getting uh, a couple questions. You've got mail. Online, I just gave my Barbie review. Um, D-Nice and Phil and a couple people, uh, Shauna, have asked what age range I would say. Mm-hmm. I-, I have always shied away from doing that, answering that question, because every child is so different. And I, I used to do it back in the day. Totally. And it-, it-, it sometimes bites me in the butt. Um I will say tweens higher. There we go. M- maybe tweens higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the adult humor, I'm more than anything, more than anything crude or crass. I just don't think little, little kids will, will find this entertaining. Sure. The attention span might not be there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's dealing with adult themes, uh, not, not bad adult themes, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> dealing with a sense of worth and, a woman's place in the world, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 In order to get the full Barbie experience, you have to have understanding of next level concepts, which, you know, toddlers might not be there yet. Yeah. So that's, I want to be clear. There's no, it's nothing crass or, or violent or anything. It's just little kids might be bored. (laughs) And, uh, and I also have to say, I, I didn't say this and I, Bravo to Mattel. They let Greta Gerwig poke fun at themselves. Bravo for, and I'm not joking. Thank you for letting creatives do their job. Yeah. I got to hand it to Warner and Mattel. This was like, wow, they're kind of at times poking fun at Barbie and Barbie culture. But, but they, they're smart enough. Well, not all executives are. But they saw what Greta was trying to do, the commentary she was making. You'll see what I mean when you see it. So. Oh, I'm so excited to see it this yeah. weekend. Here we go. And now it's time for... Oh! 
facts in the show today. You ready? Yeah. Um, number number five is just a humdinger. You ready? Ready. If you ate an entire human being, you'd take down approximately 81,500 calories, and that would be enough for you to survive on for at least a few months. I'm going to wear my stretch pants the next time <laughs> I decide to indulge in full cannibalism. <laughs> Includes like how long it will sustain you too. That's that's yep. haunting. <laughs> yep. Number four, the singer Gary Newman is thirteen days older than the actor Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> that is a stony thought if I have ever heard one before in my life. <laughs> Newman Oldman, yeah. <laughs> Oldman Newman. Newman, yeah. Dude, <laughs> uh huh. Our minds are just blown, man. Number three, the oldest newspaper still running is Barrow's Worcester Journal in England, and it started in 1690. Say that five times fast. Uh, Believe me, I could barely say it the first time. (laughs) Worcester Journal. Yeah. Well, good for them. I'm glad they've been carrying the news since the Great Fire. As long as the printing press. Basically, since Gutenberg was around. It was his favorite read on the toilet. Now, this one I had to think about. Number two, Bristol, Tennessee is closer to Canada than it is to Memphis, Tennessee. Bristol is the northeast corner of Tennessee, which puts it 400 miles from the Canadian border and 500 miles from Memphis. And I'm proud to be an American. (laughs) That's weird to conceptualize. Right? Because they don't share a border with Canada. No. And finally, I absolutely love this one. Number one, your number one random fact for today. The owner of the New England Patriots, that very, very poor man named Robert Kraft, Mm, was able (laughs) was able to buy the team because the prior owner had some financial difficulties due to financing the Jackson Five reunion tour in 1984. (laughs) Wow! Can you feel it? Can you feel it? I thought you were going to say that he made a poor investment in Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, and then Robert Kraft bought the the Patriots. It's even better than that. Oh, I wonder if he got them on layaway. Probably. (laughs) There we go. Good investment. Right there. (laughs) Oh! Perfect. Hey, guys. If we were at the Oppenheim and Oppenheimer screaming la- screening last night, we'd still yeah. be there. The movie would still be on oh. when we started it at six in the morning. Think of, I'm not joking. Think about that. <laughs> Oppenheimer would still be going. It would still be going. If you see Jason's body at the AMC theater <laughs> at Southdale, just give it a poke. Jason yeah. has been an actual spirit this entire broadcast. Yes. We need to reunite them. Why? <laughs> I don't know, Julia. That's going to do it for us today. 
If you're a kid listening and you're being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Holly? That's right, Jason. You be you. Ellie, thank you so much for playing with me and Jason this week. Shannon's going to be with us tomorrow and Friday. Alexis is off the rest of the week. So you have a wonderful day. You've just completed an Oppenheimer. 